The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. Today's kind of a deja vu all over again, Terry. Well, uh, quoting that great Western sage, Yogi Berra. Yep, the master of an unintentional wit. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, our program today may feel quite familiar, as if we've been here before. And we have, yeah. because we're staying with a topic we began to develop a few weeks ago. That's right. Today we're going to finish our special two-part program on Listening Angel including the last two segments of a most fascinating dictation by Listening Angel on the role of angels in the lives of children of all ages. Oh, so it's not too late for us? (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, our inner children are alive and well. Uh, Well, certainly not, especially since both of our inner children are here as present. Oh, we're we're present. Anyway, I'm sure our listeners are familiar with the words of Jesus who said, Unless ye become as little children, ye cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. I'm sure that quote has sparked intense thought and discussion among many who have tuned us in today. It is to our advantage to acquire a certain childlike purity and innocence as we approach our eventual rendezvous with God. But this, I think, is really a reference to entering the consciousness of God. That's right. The kingdom of God is the consciousness of God. And and those among mankind who are the closest to this consciousness are not only the saints and sages, but the little children and other innocent souls. In their simple purity and lack of pretension, children often experience the very tangible presence of God. Well, we know that they are certainly in touch with the angels. They are. You see their little eyes open wide Mm -hmm. and their faces light up, maybe letting out a giggle or a laugh for no apparent reason. (laughs) That's right. Mm -hmm. You know they're in touch with the unseen, but ever-present angels, especially those very wonderful angels we built today's show around, whose role is to listen to prayers from the hearts of little children, from the newly born, even the unborn, listening angels. And the prayers from a child's heart will always be heard, because their focus and intention are most often for others, for love to abound, for contact with God to never be lost. God, can you imagine such sweetness? These precious prayers of children are so pure and unpretentious. They don't have to awaken to the light within. They are already awake. (laughs) They are indeed. (laughs) And yet millions of incoming souls who are already awakened to the magnificent light and presence of God have had their opportunities to express this divine light cut short. 
Imagine how they must feel coming so close to embodiment and their opportunity to balance karma and fulfill the blueprint of their soul only to have the opportunity denied. You know, perhaps it would be best if we left this topic of life and lost opportunities to experience life for our upcoming segments with Sid Bennett. Sound good? It does. It does. Let's focus for the moment on the happy reality of angels and their roles in all of our lives. Most of us, I think, have a sense that angels are real and not just in the minds and imaginations of children. Remember, God created the angels to help us, to bring us comfort and joy, and if we choose, to fill our lives, hearts, and homes with love. On numerous occasions, we have pointed out that the angels wait to do our bidding. They wait for an invitation to enter our lives, and if it be God's will, answer our prayers. Now, and I know I am repeating myself, the prayers of little children are the most precious of all, because in their innocence they are closest to God and purest in heart. Their prayers are typically simple and uncomplicated. Ours, perhaps less so. (laughs) Either way, though, the legions of angels who listen to our deepest hopes and fears are there to help us reconnect with our souls and with God. And we may not know these angels are there or what opportunities they bring for our soul's progress. But every time we express a wish or desire, a hope, aspiration, or intention, whether out loud or within the secret chamber of our hearts, we are inviting the intercession of angels who listen. And all sincere prayer is answered. Not always in the way we might wish, but always in accordance with God's laws and His divine will. And in addition to the comfort listening angels can bring to us as we navigate our daily lives, they also bring a clear sense of hope, power, and ultimate victory. Yeah, these angels mean business, and (laughs) they are a potent and ever-present antidote to the negative currents of life. This is why we pray for love, for help and healing, for support, hope, and freedom. Oh, yeah, and we pray for our karma to be balanced. Yeah, and we pray for others, too, for our brothers and sisters on the path who seek the light and for those who serve the light. And for those who stand in defense of the light and life, wherever they may be. Angels are our friends, most able and willing to help us in practical and personal ways. You know it. you got a tough decision to make? Ask the angels for help. <laughs> yeah. Lose your car keys or your <laughs> wallet? Ask the angels to show you where they are. Oh, you got relationship challenges? Call upon the angels of love. And as we said earlier, angels respond to unspoken prayers and intense wishes of our hearts. But they'll respond even faster when we make calls to them aloud. There is power in your voice, the power to create. God himself used this power when he said, let there be light. By using your gift of speech, you can create changes in your life. And one of the best changes to create is a well-traveled pathway between your heart and the hearts of the angels. That's because the more you walk this path between hearts, the easier it is for the angels to come when you call. So commune with them every day. And it doesn't need to be a lengthy process either. Five or ten minutes a day will help you begin to lay a nice, solid foundation for your daily communion with angels. Remember that angels absolutely respect your free will. If you have already established a strong tie to the angels, they will come when you need them. But generally, they wait politely for your call. And angels answer your calls with precision. They take proper pride in doing so. The more specific the request, the more specific the answer will be. As long as you are living your life in harmony with the universal source and devoting your energy to helping others, the angelic hosts will help you with the smallest details of your life. And here's something else to remember about establishing your relationship with angels and developing a regular momentum of prayers and decrees. Angels are looking for people who regularly invoke God's light to be their partners in planetary healing. And when they find these partners, they direct light through them to help those in danger from disease, violent crime, or natural disaster. 
Yeah, that's right. So your daily prayers can truly make a difference in the world. The angels are indeed listening to all sincere hearts. Now, at the outset of today's program, we told you that we would be continuing with our presentation of a very special dictation from Listening Angel. And that we shall. On today's program, we will play the third and fourth parts of a special four-part dictation from Listening Angel that was originally delivered in 1992, but remains as relevant today as it was when first given. We played the first two parts in our previous program entitled Listening Angel Part 1. In just a few moments, we will hear Part 3, to be followed by Part 4 in today's second segment. So, let's hear Part 3 of this remarkable dictation right now, and please pay special attention to the utter sweetness and light that Listening Angel brings to your consciousness. Note how you feel almost depressed when you cannot complete your work or you do not have the tools or the funds, the education, the backing, or the group of souls that is a part of your group who must all work together for a common achievement and a shared glory in the Son of God. Yes, beloved, reach out to life with your heart. Have empathy, identify with those who are not able to get on with the cosmic business of living and serving to set life free. Yes, we respond to your giving of the rosaries. We respond, blessed ones, to your recitation of prayers, and we give all of the devotion and the energy that you give to God to those who need it most, the little children of the world and child man who is right within you, yes, your inner child who is your soul, yes, the mature part of you that is merging with your own Christ self. Oh, receive then your own inner child into your arms. Let your child leap into your heart and disappear into the fullness of that Christ self. The little child longs to be bonded to her Lord through you, and through you, the loving parent, your child shall know the victory of the man-child. The man-child is the child who has the Holy Spirit in his or her mother's womb, the child who has the gift of being able to approach the throne of Christ and whose heart qualities merge with the sacred heart of Christ. Let all of the scattered parts of your being and life respond to the call and prayer of the child for balance in the threefold flame, balance in the experiencing of God as a practical living reality of making things happen and reaching out to those who suffer and simply helping them without all of the complications of strategies, of politicians and military experts who finally conclude that there is nothing that they can really do to stop the slaughter of life in Yugoslavia, or anywhere else in the earth. Can you imagine, beloved hearts, that the greatest minds of a century, this century and this decade, 
cannot, will not, won't figure out a way to rescue life and the lives of little children. It is a sad saying for all of the armaments piled and stockpiled higher and higher for what? For a war someday, perhaps. Yet all of the might and the money and of the meetings, there is not the single individual of stature, of leadership, who can lead the nations to the divine solution to a human problem that will not go away on its own. These are the matters with which angels wrestle in council meetings in great halls of the retreats of the seven archangels. You will continue to hear about these angels as the messenger returns to the subject. For we are in earnest that you and all people will know us almost as people. We are a little bit different, being made of fire and love, being made of wisdom and God's stuff, and the very living presence of the light itself. But we are also very much like you. Some of our bands have embodied, served a mighty cause, opened doors for many, and return to our octaves with greater attainment and wisdom and experience. Many angels have gone forth from our bands to spend lifetimes upon earth and then to graduate, and they have returned with the benefit of walking side by side with sons and daughters of God. Ah, well, when we return, we will hear the fourth and final excerpt from our special presentation of a dictation from Listening Angel. So don't go anywhere. The angels are watching. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face, and their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On the open door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you ascended master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Children everywhere long for love. They long to be God-taught and to know His will. Listening Angel hears these prayers, and hears yours too. We have gone in the footsteps of Jesus and Gautama and Lao Tzu. We have gone in the footsteps of the great ones of all time. And we have allowed ourselves to take those initiations that the children of God have also taken, that we might experience exactly what it is to be in that position in the earth. Therefore we understand profoundly the agony of life and the ecstasy of love's reunion in God. We have experienced the depths and the heights, those of us who have descended into mortal form. We have worked with elementals and nature spirits. And as I have said, our counsels are meeting one hour in the 24 concerning the problems of the world. The other 23 we serve tirelessly. And then there are rounds when we return to the great central sun for a mighty repolarization and a recharging of our beings in the light of God. And so there are rituals in the heavens as there are rituals in the earth. But because of the dire times in which you live, we take very little spaces to come apart and to enter in to the inner coil of being, into the realms of great light, where there is surcease and stillness and recreation and recreation and recreation in God. The blessed hearts, you live in a decade now, in the twilight of eventide of this century. Many things must be fulfilled, many karmas must be balanced. The doors of the retreats of the mighty archangels are open to those who are servants of the light, yet well guarded against those who would enter who are not of the light. Won't you pray then before you retire, and perhaps after having given one of El Moria's ashram rituals, to be taken to one of our retreats and to meet in council with us so that you might begin to understand the complexities whereby we must enter into the affairs of men, the complexities that must be understood in order to recommend real solutions to life's problems. We come up short on a regular basis 
when we look for volunteers in the earth who will stand for a position that is right and still stand, that we might move in and rally around that single person and give that one support and energy and the benefit of our legions who will do battle with the forces of Antichrist and the adversary of the onward progress and march of civilization. It is important that you understand when you come to our meetings as we flash on the screen, the circular screen that we have in these retreats, records of past ages. Instantly, we may show the records of many embodiments of an individual, even one such as yourself. And we will see from the decisions made and the stand taken or not taken whether that individual is a candidate to whether the opposition to a position that must be held if the world is to be held congruent with a mighty grid of light that is the inner blueprint for planet Earth and her evolutions. I know that all of you would find this interesting, especially to observe at the retreat of Archangel Jophiel. Therefore, I welcome you to that retreat. It is indeed near the Great Wall of China. And so, beloved, with that thought form and visualization, go and study with Jophiel. Go and study as Jophiel Archangel with the beloved Mighty One, Christine. Does prepare many legions of light and volunteers from Earth to go forward in bands to tackle the problems of the youth that you have enumerated last evening. Yes, beloved ones, when you have heard all of the profiles of the archangels and their respected services, choose one and then ask to be taken to that retreat nightly. Choose one and know that you may move up the ranks with other angels and find yourself on the front lines doing battle against drugs or even the drug czars, doing battle against those who would control medications, control the way disease is treated and limit the options to those of the medical profession to the exclusion of those who come with the alternatives, alternatives that involve many ancient methods that are being brought back again from the days of Atlantis, from the healing temples, from times past when there were cures for many of the diseases that have returned to plague the earth. Yes, beloved ones, there are causes that will be lost tomorrow and the next day if you do not engage in this battle. You have two choices, either to be asleep or awake, totally asleep or fully awake. Being somewhere in the middle is dangerous, for you have the karma of knowing a certain amount, and therefore a karma of denial of the amount you know, which will tell you 
exactly what you must do. I say be fully awake, otherwise you will find that you were asleep, and your ears were plugged, and you did not hear the cries of the little ones, or of the people of all ages, of mothers who are losing their children, and of people who will never be cured of terminal illnesses, because, beloved ones, the proper medications, the proper cures, are denied them. I ask you then to listen well to the offices of the archangels and what their assignments are, to pick one and to become an angel's helper. And by and by you will become the cohort of an angel and perhaps the servant of an archangel. It is good to start, beloved, for there are great needs and many, many empty seats in the halls of the archangels, for there are many in the earth who never make it to these planes of light and these etheric retreats because they spend their days in the astral plane, and so how can they spend their nights anywhere else? It takes conscious effort, the invoking of the light of your mighty I Am Presence, the giving of the violet flame, the giving of the very decrees that are in your angel booklets. We are grateful that you have these and that the Mother of the Flame, which is the title of your messenger, has made them available to you that you might now elevate your consciousness, elevate your vibration, change your diets, and find yourselves in holy places, places of light, while your body sleeps. Now in some parts of the world, children are rubbing their eyes as the first rays of the sun come peeping through beneath their shades into their little beds. Yes, beloved ones, children all over the world are awakening to the circumstance of their life, their karma, the karma of their parents, each one in a unique situation. Pray for them as the angels of the dawn travel around the earth, greeting the children with the opportunity of a new day. Therefore, I, listening angel, answer now your prayers to me with one word, opportunity. My answer to all of the prayers of the light bearers of the world is to give you the opportunity to serve with the mighty archangels and in so doing to learn the lessons of love and sacrifice and service the lessons of karma and the balancing of your karma, even on a world scale, so that you might, in the end, liberate yourself, even as you shall have liberated thousands and tens of thousands. I bid you take the path of ministration and service, and of bhakti, of devotion to God, and see how you will be a cohort of angels, and perhaps discover somewhere in the pages of your book of life that once 
you too served as an angel and volunteered to come and teach the children. Now then, beloved ones, establish your schools and teach them well, for they shall indeed, as has been said, for all time and throughout all generations, call you blessed. I am listening angel. My electronic presence will be at your side this night. May you breathe a prayer to me and also tell me if you think that this opportunity of the opening of those mighty doors of the angels' retreats is not the answer in a collective way to all of the various matters that burden you. Loose yourselves and lose yourself in service. This is the advice of one who serves. I love to serve. I live to serve. I am forever your servant, listening angel. Oh, how great to have allies like that. Oh, pretty sweet. <laughs> well, up next, our weekly Q&A. And today, once again, we are joined by Sid Bennett. Please stay with us. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. We are back, and happy to welcome Sid Bennett to our studio. Hi, Sid. Happy to be here. Hi, Sid. Now, before we dive into our questions today, there is a little matter that we'd like to clear up. Now, some of you have written to us chiding us about the tone of our program. Specifically, you've commented on the scripted feel and delivery. Well, true confessions. The first segments of our program every week are scripted. We want so much to deliver the teachings of the Ascended Masters accurately and properly 
that we script our comments beforehand. This information is so vital to all aspiring souls that we want to make sure we get it right. For the sake of our karma, we can't afford to be too off-the-cuff or casual. And another reason we use a script is for eventual translation of our programs into Spanish and other languages. So if we sound a little stiff or wooden from time to time, we hope you will forgive us. There, I just flubbed it right there. (laughs) It is for our sake as well as yours that we want to be extra careful in delivering the teachings that are so close to our hearts. Well, okay. Since (laughs) since we're taking care of business, Tom, let's, uh, let's take this opportunity to mention a few resources that you might find useful. First of all, we offer all of our listeners access to Ascended Master Library. Yes, good. That's a great title. Where you can create your own download or CD of Ascended Master teachings, lectures, and other material. Ascended Master Library is a complete, authoritative, and user-friendly archive of the teachings of the Ascended Masters in one place for easy, anytime access. For English or Spanish, simply go to www dot ascendedmasterlibrary.org and follow the prompts. Let's repeat that one more time, Terry. www.ascendedmasterlibrary.org and follow the prompts. You know, we're also very excited to announce that the Summit University School of Theology and Spiritual Studies online is now taking applications. If you want to be in the vanguard, you want to be the, the, the tip of the spear here, mm-hmm. you can sign up for the first certificate programs and individual four-credit classes that we're offering beginning in the fall of 2013. Now, that semester is filling up fast. So if you're interested at all in more information about Summit University's online School of Theology, visit www.summituniversity.org forward slash apply. www.summituniversity.org forward slash apply. Got any resources you'd like our listeners to know about, Sid? Well, I hope they got their pencil out to write down all yeah. these addresses, but I do have one more. <laughs> Good. You Sharpen know, your pencils, please. I, I was thinking there's so many basic questions that people have about the Teachers of Ascended Masters, and we do have a new DVD uh, that's just out. It's entitled Outreach Essentials, and it's kind of a FAQ, a frequently asked question for the Aquarian Age. Mm-hmm. And not only is it helpful to play for other people that are introducing the teachings, but, boy, you'll learn a lot yourself from this. <laughs> Yeah. So it's 12 hours of material broken down into bite-sized 15 to 20-minute lessons. So if you're interested in that, here's a link, www.tsl.org slash D like David, V like Victor, G like George, 13013. And that's, again, tsl.org, DVG, 13013. Hope that pencil's nice and dull now. You've been <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled program, already in progress. Indeed. Hi, Sid. And by the way, this part isn't scripted. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. We, we, we leave this to the Holy Spirit. Um, Sid, you know, we've spoken uh, about the fact that the fallen angels have embodied and live among us. Hmm. But I don't think many people are aware that many of God's holy angels have also embodied and live among us as well. Listening angels said that they do. Hmm. Uh, what can you tell us about this? Well, the angels you know, we're never created necessarily to embody. But they are such blessed individuals, have so much light and love, that when they look, when they look down upon our plight on planet Earth, many have appealed to cosmic councils and said, I want to go and take to embody and help my brothers and sisters. And a number of them have been granted that. In fact, I remember one time Mrs. Prophet was looking out over a fairly large audience she was talking to, and she said about one-third of you are embodied angels. Oh my God. <laughs> so in one way, it doesn't matter we are or not, because yeah. the path is the path. 
But what happens to these blessed angels is that they get to the planet and like the rest of us, they forget who they are and what they need to do. And they make karma. And so then they have to re-embody. So the ascended masters and the teachings of masters are not only to reach our souls, but also many of the blessed angels that have been embodied. And they love so much that they've done this. You know, just years ago, I had reason to have contact with a police officer in L.A. And he was in charge of the, the area that worked on child abuse. Mm. Now, if you can imagine a more difficult position to be in, and he said, well, why, wow. why are you doing this? He says, I don't know why I do this, but I know in my heart this is what I'm supposed to do. And you wonder whether he was an embodied angel from Archangel Michael's band because mm-hmm. they do support policemen and, and military that are, are defending the light. So there are angels among us. Mother Mary is perhaps the most notable angel. She's mm-hmm. the Archaea of the fifth ray, which is uh, the, the twin flame of Raphael. And God chose her to be the mother of Jesus. And so she had embodiments as well. So there are angels among us, and not only are they here to help us, but we need to help those that have lost their way and bring them these teachings. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think we should expand on this point just a bit, because I'm not sure everybody would recognize that there's, in fact, a risk. When the angel makes that request to embody, they are taking a risk. They could lose, you know, for, forgive the term, like they could lose their halo. Yeah. Well, you know, this is true, because of free will, and even angels embodied have free will. And so if they choose the darkness, then they are vulnerable to that. So there are risks, but they love, and they know this going in, Mm -hmm. but they love so much they are willing to take the chance. Yep. I know that we often paint this earth as a tough place to navigate spiritually, (laughs) and it is, uh, which makes it an especially good idea to enlist the help of the angels, yes? Well, it does. God wouldn't have created angels if we didn't need them, because angels were created to serve his sons and daughters of God. Hmm. And they are powerful. I mean, you think of Archangel Michael and the, the strength and the power he has, and we need that help. We're not able in our human consciousness to defend ourselves against the darkness that exists on this planet, whether within or without, that assails our path of Christhood. We need the angels to protect us, to cut us free, to teach us, to illumine us. Yes, they're here to serve, but we have much to learn from them. And mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can make it home to God without the help of the angels. Yeah. You know, when, when we make these calls and decrees to the angels, uh, given you, know, you mentioned this, we always do too, the amount of darkness in the world, I mean, does it really make a difference? <laughs> I, I, know, I know the answer, I think, what I believe. but Well, of course. <laughs> you, know? you know, sometimes we think, I'm one person, what can I do? There's so much darkness on this planet. I, it's just overwhelming. Well, number one, you need to challenge that because God is within you, and by the power he has vested in you and your authority to call forth the light by the power and authority of your I Am Presence and Holy Christ Self, you can affect this planet. Millions of people will be affected by your prayers and calls. And when you enlist the angels, lives are saved. Children are protected from abuse. Abortions are prevented. All the attacks upon the woman and the man and the war, it does make a difference. And obviously it's an ongoing battle. It's not decided by one call or one voice, but it makes so much difference. In fact, Mrs. Prophet said, if you could see what happens when you do your decrees and could follow the light and the action of them, she said, you would never stop decreeing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, well, let me ask you this. What's stronger, uh, prayers or decrees? You know, that's a little like saying, you know, what is better, an apple or an orange? Um, <laughs> both have their place. Both are powerful. Prayers are very powerful, and the prayers of the light bearers on this planet do much good. Decrees are an advancement in terms of the amount of light that can be evoked because they're scientific formulas that we put our love into and call forth in the name of God. Mm. We draw down light from the etheric realm. We draw down quantities of light. 
you know, it's like filling a bathtub. If you're going to take a bath, you just don't turn it on for two seconds. <laughs> You've got to draw enough water for what you need. And so yeah. we need to draw down enough light that will tip the scales of the balance between light and darkness. Because remember, on this planet, because of free will, the fallen angels can kind of do what they want if they're not checked by the sons and daughters of God who call forth the angels and call forth the light. It's always an equation of light. And what this planet needs more than anything else is more light. And when you give your decrees, when you repeat them, it's not because God can't hear you or needs to be told more than once. It's drawing down light. And light will change this planet and it will tip the scales to bring forth a golden age. Even though that seems so far away right now, light can do that. You know, I'd like to ask you to comment on something you said some months back. We've repeated it maybe once or twice since then, but my, my jaw just dropped when you said this, that the decrees of one dedicated keeper of the flame can actually hold the balance for a million souls. Well, that's not quite right. No? It's actually a hundred million. Oh. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Oh my, my jaw just dropped further. I know it seems, well, how can, what, how does that work, you know? Yeah. Well, first of all, remember, it's not our human consciousness. We don't hold the balance for anybody. <laughs> right. It is God within us. Yeah. And there has been a dispensation or an opportunity given by Cosmic Council said, when we invoke light through our decrees in the name of God and realizing God is the doer, because of a multiplication factor, that can affect 100 million people. So you can see we don't need millions of people doing these decrees. I don't know what the number is, but we only need a certain amount to really change the equation on this planet. Wow. So don't ever entertain a sense of unworthiness because you, God in you is worthy to do this calling. We all make mistakes. We all have karma. We've all done things we regret. But that is separate from the fact that God is within us. And as we live a holy life and do our best to follow the laws of God in word, thought, and deed, we are, can be the instruments of invoking this light that literally can change the course of history on this planet, and it has changed the course of history. And I want to tell you something. The Ascended Masters have said, Mother Mary, I think, said this, that Earth would have blown up long ago and be an asteroid belt, except <laughs> for the intercession of the Ascended Masters and, of course, the oh Archangels. So what we do matters. And, of course, what the fallen angels want to do is say, oh, don't worry about that. Go and do this or go and do that. It's not that important you give your prayers or decrees. You'll give them tomorrow. That is a lie. It must be challenged. What we do counts. We have responsibilities in our lives of a very physical nature, jobs, work, school, family, whatever it is. But all of us can take time each day, and it doesn't have to be a long time, to draw forth this light. And when you lay your head on the pillow at night, you'll have the knowledge and the comfort that you have done something to make this planet different. And you have comforted and called forth the light, and li lives can be saved because of your prayers. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Just awesome. You know, I think of the archangels as being, like, way up there, you know, so... We can really work with the archangels, and, and if so, how, how can we be helpful to them? Well, there's several ways we can. First of all, by giving them things to do. I mean, we've told before, mm -hmm. if they yeah. cannot intercede on planet Earth unless they're invited. And so every day we invite the archangels to come to planet, take command of whatever six circumstances, war, or on a planetary scale. You can help them by making the call so they can intercede. Secondly, as, as Listing Angel mentioned, you can go while you sleep at night to their retreats to learn and to work with them. And you can actually go forth as your body rests and work with the archangels. Now, how does that sound exciting? You know, we talk about superheroes. Archangel Michael is the original superhero. And if you ask, you can go forth with his bands and serve as you sleep at night. Wow, that's great. <laughs> I like that. You know, we, we've also heard before that Mother Mary actually weeps when she looks down upon her children and sees some of the terrible things we do to each other, such as abortion, child abuse, and war. Aren't the angels and the Ascended Masters beyond human emotion? Absolutely not. 
they feel pain in a much greater way than we do. And their love, of course, is perfected in God. And so because their love is greater, their pain is greater. And we're taught that Gautama Buddha, who holds the office of Lord of the World right now, he literally has the entire world in his aura. So he feels every single thing that's happening on this planet. How's that for Master? <laughs> and at the same time, as he says, he's always in adoration to the Divine Mother. Mm-hmm. And so it's a mastery, but they definitely feel things. Just because they're ascended doesn't mean they don't have emotions, because they love so much, they feel the pain of our suffering. Yeah. Um, we've heard that in the retreats of the archangels, there are actually empty seats. I yeah. think listening angels said that. So explain why this is. Sometimes we can't get to the retreats of the ascended masters because of the way we live, so to speak. Mm-hmm. If we take drugs, alcohol, things that are bad for our body, read bad books or so forth, our consciousness is in a place where we can't reach the etheric or the heavenly realm. We get stuck in what's called the astral plane, uh-huh. and we have to get through that to get there. So by living a life of devotion and prayer to the best of your ability, you don't have to be perfect, and ask to be taken there, you can fill one of those empty seats in the halls of the archangels. Oh, wow. What a nice thought. It is. <laughs> well, on that note, let's take a break right now, but don't go away because when we return, we'll continue our discussion of Listening Angel and the Prayers of Children with Sid Bennett. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back for more discussion about angels and karma and other things with Sid Bennett. Sid, I've got a question here. Uh, We've made the point many times that there is a great deal at stake with each precious 
life opportunity. And why have so many people grown so callous in their disregard for life? You know, it's so many reasons. And there is a conspiracy of darkness against the children of light. And one of the things is to make us callous to the suffering of other people because then we don't take action. Um, you know, dense food makes us that. Uh, alcohol, marijuana, things that we take into our bodies that, that take away from us our attunement with our Christ self and with our soul, with our voice of conscience, you know. Uh, the media, you know, the, the tremendous violence we see in movies and on mm-hmm. TV has made people callous to the pain of others. And again, even abortion. We have become so insensitive to the suffering of a child that we have allowed this to continue and a soul to suffer. And for some, perhaps, the pain is so great they can't consider this. Why do people take up alcohol? To avoid pain. Mm -hmm. And yet we have to be strong and know that God is there to strengthen us and comfort us to deal with the pain of the world. And we can do it. We need to keep balance. We need not to be overwhelmed by it. But we can't turn away from it because it's hard. Trust in God to give you the strength and the courage and the comfort to deal with these very difficult issues and pray that you not lose your sensitivity to life, whether in your own family or around the world. Yeah. You know, um, we, we have so many opportunities. I mean, I, I say that by in, in, in light of the limited number of opportunities we probably have. And I know that Listening Angel made reference to the fact that that's what he brings, opportunity. Mm-hmm. And put it in a pretty clear light that we really have... Um, two choices, either to be asleep or to be awake, which it kind of sums it up. And he warns that being somewhere in the middle is dangerous. You know? it, it is. <laughs> you know, you can't straddle uh, the horse, so to speak, in terms mm-hmm. of light and darkness. You have to decide in the inner part of your being, am I going to stand for the light? Am I going to determine with God's help to make spiritual progress in the embodiment? Or am I I going to let another lifetime slip away? Because it's painful to be in the middle. Because your soul is in pain and you really want to, you know, don't want to be there. And yet you think it's too hard to go on or I can't face the challenge or so forth. Determine within yourself that God is going to help you. The angels are going to help you. They're going to strengthen you. But we need to take a stand of our own free will that this is the hour we are not going to be asleep. Mm -hmm. We are not going to be lulled by the sweet death of this society and this culture that wants us to be caught up in sports or movies or TV or celebrities or our jobs or whatever. And it's not reality. The reality is God is there, but we must take the step to pursue God and to experience the path. So don't try and be in two worlds. It doesn't work and it's uncomfortable. Your soul is in pain and it is a sweet surrender to decide I am going to trust in the good Lord to move forward to the best of my ability and God will help me as I face these challenges and obstacles. And if you do that, believe me, you're going to sleep better at night. I, mm-hmm. I totally hear you, Sid, and I think that, you know, it's kind of like the Nike commercial that says, just do it. I think if we were to sum it up as we did with the, you know, awaken to the light within, we're, we're inviting people to simply wake up. And it's a choice we each need to make on our own. We can't have somebody making it for us. And remember, you only have to take one step at a time. Yeah. You know, and God will meet you wherever you are on the path, no matter what you've done in this embodiment or other embodiments. And believe me, we've done it all. <laughs> God is ready to work with you to help yeah. you balance your karma and to bring you a joy of his presence that you don't have to wait for. You don't have to be an ascended master to experience the joy of God. But as you are determined to face difficult things, karmic circumstances, whatever it is, maybe it's a health challenge or problem in the family with one of your children, 
Go forward with trust in God. It's not going to be easy because the return home means we have to balance our karma and surmount those obstacles we need to. But God will be with you, and it gives your life a purpose. Mm-hmm. Far beyond making a living, getting a nice house, whatever, whatever. You know, yeah. we've done those things so many times I don't want to think about it. <laughs> this is the hour to take our stand for the light and for God. It is the hour for each one of us. And we need to determine that. Pray that God will show you what your next step is. Of course, we believe that teaching the Son of Masters afford a great balance, a great opportunity, and the tools to make the greatest progress. But try it, if nothing else. Give God the opportunity and give the angels an opportunity to work with you and show you. I want to say one more thing. When you commit to prayers or decrees at a certain time every day, doesn't mean if it's matter if it's five minutes or ten minutes or an hour, whatever it is, the angels gather at the appointed hour to take that energy that you give to help those in need. Mm. So respect them, respect mm. their service, and be part of this great mandala or group of light worldwide where we work with the angels, draw forth the light so that, that draw forth the light so that lives will be changed, that children will be protected. And yet that comfort and love that they need so very much. Wow. Yep. I hear you. <laughs> you know, uh, as we focus on the prayers of children, we should not forget our own inner child, too. And, and we're never too old, I don't think, for <laughs> our own one-on-one with listening angel, are we? Absolutely not. You know, we need to comfort our inner child to love. You know, most men don't think in those terms. I can tell you I don't, but as I think I mentioned, my wife's a psychologist, and so she has taught me the importance of listening to my inner child, which is really our soul, the comforting our soul. Mm -hmm. So we can do that. We can be like children before God. And, you know, isn't it nice to get on your knees and open yourself to God and say, God, you know, teach me, show Mm -hmm. me. You know, we don't have to pretend we're someone we're not. We can be like the little child, the sweet surrender. Yeah. Well, um, I want to bring in a topic here that I, I guess I'm going to ask you. Um, what is the body elemental, and is it related to guardian angels or listening angel or, you know, I mean, is inner child? You know, we've talked about elementals in other shows, and they, they're primarily part of the nature kingdom, fire, air, water, and earth. And they're very active in everything on our planet from growing grass to, to purifying air and so forth. But we also have a body elemental, and this body elemental is with us in every embodiment. We've had the same one. And their mission is to work with our Holy Christ self to keep our bodies healthy. And so they need to be loved. They need mm-hmm. to be cared for. But you can ask for their help. Body elemental, work with my Holy Christ self to bring me those necessary healing things or teachings that I need. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing that's kind of cute. The body elemental traditionally dresses in clothes from uh, their favorite embodiment with you. <laughs> so if it was in Rome or some other time, it's just kind of a cute thing to see. You know, this is the it kind is. of the... The, the lightness of God, you know, if you yeah. will. But their mission is to keep us healthy. So love them and help them by eating the right things and so forth. That's yeah. Yourself. I like that thought. That's a great thought. In the dictation that we heard, Listening Angels says this, I ask you then to listen well to the offices of the archangels and what their assignments are, to pick one and to become an angel's helper. Yeah. So what does this mean and how do we do it? Well, everyone has a flame or a strength in there. You know, I, I love the, the blue. Uh, some other people like are in green or the science ray of healing and so forth. So mm-hmm. if you study the lives of archangels and heavens, we have lots of books and materials on our site that you can find out about them. See which one kind of responds to you. Mm-hmm. And you can find out about that archangel, read their dictations, ask to be taken to the retreats and to find out where they are. And you can work with them. And, you know, you may be one of their bands. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Really? But, e- but even if you're not. Um, it's a great opportunity. And, and who else? You know, look what God has given us. Oh, it's great. Work with the archangels. You think you have a mundane job? So what? You have the opportunity <laughs> to work 
with some of the mightiest, being in co- mightiest beings in cosmos if you will give your all and your surrender and your humility and your devotion and make yourselves available to God. I love it. I do, too. Yeah. You know, I, it just reminds me somehow going back to this idea of opportunity that we're, we're given by the angels. It seems ironic in a way that they were created to serve us, and here we are begin being given the opportunity to serve them. It's it's great opportunity. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, going back a moment to uh, an earlier topic, that being the weight of world karma, some people can actually feel this weight in their bodies as a weight of anguish, can't they? Absolutely. You know, if you wake up some days and you feel like you can hardly get out of bed, it may be a lack of sleep, it may be health. But the light bearers also bear the weight of world karma because there is a balance that must be held. And even though it's distributed among many millions of people, not that many people are willing to take it upon themselves. And so sometimes that weight you feel is the burden and weight of the Lord. And we do that in joy and we call for the violet flame to transmute that. And and that's the tools God has given us. So don't accept it Mm -hmm. as a fait accompli, so to speak. Take charge of your lives. Call forth the light. It will change them. Uh, Sid, uh, I think that to cap uh, today's program, I'd like to repeat one of the central ideas of Listening Angels' dictation. Listening Angel says, recognize the presence of your children, recognize their presence of mind and of heart and of soul quality as they come trailing clouds of glory, as they have come from distant worlds and this and prior civilizations to finish what they have begun. This is why we are all here, isn't it, to actually finish what we've begun? It is the hour. We've sojourned on this planet for so long, we've, we can't even remember how long. We've meandered. we postponed. we procrastinated. This is the hour. This is the embodiment when we must take a stand for the light and choose to return home to God. Use the tools the Ascended Master has given us, the prayers, the violet flame, the understanding. But take your stand today and don't delay it because all of a sudden, opportunity that Listing Angels gave us may be no more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that's a good point to f- close the show on, I think, because we've just meandered to another hour. <laughs> it's <laughs> gone by so fast. I um, want to thank everybody for listening today. As always, we're so grateful that you're there. And we want to say a special thank you to Listening Angel and invite you to make a call or a prayer today whenever you have a moment. Just ask Listening Angel to listen to whatever the prayer is that's in your heart. And we want... Go ahead, Terry. Excuse me for interrupting. We just want to thank all of you out there. If you've got any questions or concerns, send them to us at webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. We'll do our best to answer you promptly. And don't forget to pray to Listening Angel. Exactly. In the meantime, remember, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out Out of of this this world. world. Thanks, everyone. Be well. Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week. (laughs) 